Welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Quadrant One. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Possels and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. Now as we discussed in a previous podcast, the brain is divided into four quadrants looking from the top of the person. And what we know is that the uh, neurons in our body and our brain, particularly, that fire together, then wire together. So the more we do something, the more we do it. So we have these four quadrants and we want to dissect each of them one by one. So today, well, let's have a look at quadrant one. Quadrant one is the right frontal area of the brain. So it's the right side in the front and it's a newer part of the brain uh, and it looks at the bigger picture of things. It, it looks at uh, the possibilities that exist. It, it's into the future and geared for the for the infinite possibilities that are uh, around there for us if we choose to put our attention on it. So vision is a big part of the quadrant one. The the quadrant one then leads to being a dreamer. It's it's the entrepreneurial side of us, which sees the possibilities and things and is willing to risk and go after them. It's the eternal optimist. Quadrant one part has us thinking about things that could be and just saying, well, why not? Let's go for it. It'll ask why, incessantly asking questions of why is this? Why is this so? You know, it, it, it's curious. It likes to delve into things uh, in the nth degree and discover with little regard for tradition and, and, the, um, and the culture. It just likes to find out and, and, and look at new ways of doing things. And you know one of the, the big catch-all phrases, which if you have a, a fair bit of quadrant one going in you, you'll hear yourself saying this. So just trust me, it'll work out. It'll be fine. You know, it's, it, everything will be okay. Because it's the eternal optimist that's looking towards the future into the big idea and says, hey, this is great. This is this is fantastic. I love it. It's the romantic. It 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 promotes, it it talks, it's it loves to be popular and gregarious and has an infectious laughter. And that, that part of our brain seeks out fun. It loves change, it loves support, and it's dynamic, it's sociable, it has feeling and empathy, and, and it's so expressive and imaginative. It's it's a visionary. It's always looking for groups to support and to get behind a cause and loves analogies and metaphors. So it's that part of the brain that is an instigator of ideas. It's a promoter of things that could be. It loves to be able to be on the cutting edge. And of course, it's, you know, it's just doesn't regard um, caution as being uh, a, a very useful thing, and particularly in the, in the really strong quadrant one part. Uh, as Ray Bradbury said this way, so if we listen to our intellect, we'd never have a love affair, we, we'd never have a friendship, we'd never even go into business. So that's nonsense. You, you've got to jump off cliffs all the time and build your wings on the way down. So that that's the nature of the quadrant one, you know, it just loves the immersion and risk. Now, <clears throat> one of the big elements of quadrant one 
is its connection with the heart. And um, within all the, the quadrants, we have connections with various organs. So the heart is the, is the organ that resonates really strongly with quadrant one. So when we get an idea and we get, we get some um, empathy towards it, we get passionate about it. The heart becomes involved. The heart starts to resonate in a way that, that supports this uh, moving towards this mission. So the heart is actually a sensory organ. It's, a, it's an information encoding and processing center. And, and it's a really extensive uh, nerve system within itself. It's uh, often been referred to as the heart brain. And the Institute, Institute of Heart Math in Boulder, Colorado has uh, done a bunch of research showing the effects of the heart on um, on the resonance of the brain. And in fact, the, a field around us, you know, the unseen field of, um, of energy around us that has emanated from a heart that is in a state of gratitude and appreciation. And that's exactly the energy that is picked up on with the, with the heart brain in the head, which is the right frontal or the quadrant one. So the power of intention is massive. And we'll, we'll talk more about this in, in more, more detail uh, in a subsequent podcast. But um, looking at the unseen and bringing through energy, bringing it into reality and changing its form is, is a significant function of this heart electromagnetic field. And it, say it's around, it's through our body, it's around our body and extends out um, in some of the science is showing that it extends out many, many miles uh, around the person. So, you, and you may have recognized this, you know, you may have been thinking of a, a person that you haven't seen for a while that you list, love hanging out with, hopefully, and the phone goes, there they are, you know, or you walk around a corner and there they are on the street, you know. So there, there's, a, there's a knowingness that's picked up with this frontal cortex. Uh, we call it intuition. We really can't understand why and what it is, but it's there. And so the, the heart's resonance in tune with the quadrant one is a neurological, it's a nerve, nervous system function. It's also a, a biophysical, it's a pulse wave function. It's also a biochemical thing, so it affects the hormones. And it's also an energetic field. So just know that. Now, in the, in the negative, this quadrant one part can be really off the planet. Airy-fairy, impulsive decision-maker, um, huge sufferer from FOMO, just like, you know, has to do this, it's just the bee's knees, and then two minutes later, it has to do something else because it's amazing, and, you know, starting this and starting that and starting the other thing and not finishing anything. So it can lead also to exaggeration. This is one of the reasons why the quadrant one part is so valuable um, when it comes to sales and marketing. And I was just, this is amazing. It's incredible. Oh, you'll love it. You know, this exaggeration and, and generalization, there's no detail, no content uh, associated with it. Um, and delete anything that takes away from a good story. So that's the nature of this quadrant one part. So there is a... Um, some things we love to, to challenge you to do if you want to rediscover the quadrant one part. And I say rediscover because you already have it. You just may not be using it. You may be all organized and structured like you were uh, maybe in, in quadrant two. And so you don't like to, to risk things in quadrant one. So, you know, you could test yourself by maybe this week. We'll just give you one or two things here. This week, write a verse of poetry. No, just get down there and just write a verse of poetry from a blank um, sheet of paper. Um, or even double the animation in your voice today. You know, or speak twice as fast as normal. You know, or maybe speak totally authoritatively on something you know nothing about. 
Now that really gets the quarter one part going. Or list 10 absolutely stupid possibilities for a new project. You never know. One of them may be a, a, an amazing um, find. So, you know, brainstorming is a thing that Quadrant One does really, really well. And this is this is what it's about. It's just thinking on your feet, speaking before you think, um, doubling the animation in your face, you know, crossing the road against the traffic lights, you know, see at least one upside of every every single event. You know, meet three three new people and find out where they were born. You know, get get uncomfortable. Do things like wearing odd socks or leaving a big mess behind you or even leaving your bed unmade for at least five days. That'll get you rocking. So got the idea? So the Quadrant One uh, exhibits the uh, behavioral traits that are quite disruptive. You know, they're, they're out there, they're, they're challenging society, they're challenging the way that convention normally works, and they're creative, they're connected, um, and they're fun, they're, they're joyful, they're looking for something of meaning and something that the heart can get behind, and that's where our passion lies. So this, over this next few days, just notice your quadrant one part. Is it, is it strong? Do you, do you run on it at full steam? In which case, you, know, you may want to listen to the quadrant two uh, podcast when that comes up next time because that's going to be how to moderate that quadrant one part. Or is your quadrant one part sort of quiet and you want to maybe bring it a little bit further to the surface there? So have fun with it. I'm Dr. Mark Postles and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.